Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Amidst all of the discussion that everybody seems to be having these days about Elon Musk's actual purchase of Twitter, just let that sink in for a second, and all the changes that have been either announced or speculated, spiffballed, whatever you want to call it, from the $8 a month charge in order to get yourself verified, something you can do now for free, the ability to edit tweets, the prospect of somehow eliminating bots, or even the loosening of content controls, the kind of thing that Musk had promised all along in preserving the digital marketplace of ideas like he said this was going to be. But one suggestion hasn't got an awful lot of attention, and it's one that came again within the last week as Elon Musk very poignantly tweeted, Bring back Vine? Question mark. Oh, dear fellow users, an online archive of the best six-second videos of history? Just think of the possibilities as one person raised the question, you mean we could actually do something in this country that would compete with TikTok? That would be amazing. To which, of course, Musk replied, well, maybe we could make it better than TikTok. You tell me how. But I see this from a little bit different perspective. You see, I'm a little bit older, 51 years old to be exact, since you asked. And I remember a time when television, you know, the thing that you turned on and plugged into the wall and got reception from little bits of metal over the airborne waves that transmitted information from a television station. I remember when television was slow. And by slow, I don't mean that the people spoke slowly, although that's true. I remember when television was the kind of thing that you watched and it took time. And for the most part, the reason it took time is because it was basically paced at the same rate as regular life. There was something about TV in the good old days that was really a reflection of regular life. Oh, sure, more action, sure, more funny. That's always been the case with fiction. But for the most part, the camera angle was steady. It showed you one point of view because cameras were very expensive. People basically spoke and roughly at about the same pace as you might talk to your friends. And when you watched television, it would take you a half hour or an hour or two hours. And there would be commercials. And they were long. But that was the way it was. But if you've been around long enough to notice, the pace of television, which I'll just say the pace of video, has dramatically changed over the years. Whether it's television or movies or videos you watch on the internet, everything is faster. By which I mean shorter, dependent on and cultivating shorter attention spans. Now, there's no one single source of this development, but somebody somewhere figured out that if you switch camera angles frequently, that captures people's attention better, but it's less like real life. They figured out that if the camera is moving, that captures your attention better, even though it's not a lot like real life. In fact, if you watch the news, the news will sometimes resort to using a photo, but that photo is almost certainly going to be moving across your screen or shifting forward or backward, zooming in or zooming out, simulating action even though it's a still shot. Why? To capture your attention. But once you become accustomed to having your attention captured in this way, you need more attention-capturing devices. You need more things that make what you're watching seem even more enticing and therefore even less like real life. 
Because let's face it, real life is slow. It's relatively boring almost all of the time compared with this. And again, look, to some degree, that's always going to be in the nature of things. If you watch a television show, they might have a dinner scene that takes, let's say, a minute or two. But of course, actual dinner takes a half hour to eat and maybe an hour to prepare. They don't show you that. They don't show people going to the bathroom. They don't even show you real-time amounts. Like, for example, if you've got a movie that's set inside of a college classroom somehow or other. The teacher speaks in a pontificatory way for maybe 15 or, gosh, 30 seconds worth of speaking, and that's it. When real lectures go 50 minutes, 75 minutes. In other words, everything is fake, but it's fake on a whole new time scale which has the result of distorting our picture of and expectation of reality. And this progression of more done with less, condensed and encapsulated in an even smaller slice of time, perhaps with effects and moving cameras and shifting angles, is quintessentially represented in the six-second vine. Because, my goodness, who's got 20 seconds to waste on a video? Now, maybe Elon Musk decides that six seconds is too small. Maybe he decides to go with nine seconds or 15 seconds or who knows, right? We have various services now that have limitations on the duration of things you can post on Twitter, on Instagram. YouTube is one of the few places where, man, it can go for 10 hours and it's okay. And interestingly, those videos are often quite popular as well. The longer, the better in some ways. All I'm saying is this. There once was a time when we read books. And then when we didn't have as much time for books, we might read, say, a magazine article. And then when we didn't have as much time for a magazine article, we might read a social media post. And when that approaches a couple of hundred words, people let their attention wander. And then we have something like Twitter, where it's only a couple hundred characters. But in all of these progressions, from the longer and the slower to the shorter and the faster, we're not gaining capacity of thought. We're not developing higher intellectual rigor. And I dare say... We're losing the ability to comprehend each other on a much deeper level. Why are people so snarky and have so much animosity on social media? What could just be the way we're developing as a society in general and the feedback mechanisms built into social media, but it could also be a shortening of everything from the text to the video to the tempers. The real question now is not whether we're going to be happy about having a platform with six-second videos. The real question is whether at some point in the future... That'll be the most capacity we have for paying attention to something. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.